Hello, and welcome back to Bucket List Bums. I'm Riley. And I'm Haley. And today we are doing a little Zoom call because Haley is again in Texas with 17 dogs. No, (laughs) not that many. But it is five. It feels like it. Well, it was four. And now today she found a straggler. So it's five today. I did. I found a fifth one. He was outside in the rain and it was cold. He looks exactly like another dog that's here. And I thought the other dog got out and then it wasn't that dog. (laughs) And what have you named him again? I named him Greg. He was Todd this morning and then I didn't like Todd anymore. So then he became Greg. Does he look like young yes he looks like a baby he looks like he's a year old or younger well they've been trying to find the owner and they've not really had any luck right nope we've had no luck so i guess if anybody in the fredericksburg texas area is missing a what (laughs) appears to be a young Napoleon shepherd let me know okay so Today, we are moving on to our next little, I think it'll be a two-parter because I have gone to this place twice, but we are going to do Hawaii as our next little series. And then this episode is going to be about Kauai because that's the most recent one I've done. So it's the freshest in my mind. And I thought that we could give some tips and tricks. I'm not going to run through like our entire itinerary because obviously it was a beach trip so it's a bit more chill but definitely have a lot of do's and don'ts to go through. But do you want to do date questions first? Yeah we haven't done these in a while. So we did this question a while ago but it's because it's been a while I thought it might be fun to do it again but is there a song that you're currently listening to on repeat? Yes, always, Haley, always. That's also why I'd ask, because I know you always listen to songs on repeat. Well, right now, it is Rumble by Skrillex and Fred again, and it just kind of bumps in the car. Like, it's not one that you can just listen to in your house. Like, it just doesn't have the same effect. But that's what's on repeat, and... The Skrillex song, it's ironic that they're both his song, that I shazammed while we were in Puerto Rico in that bar. It's called En Mi Cuarto. That's whatever, whatever that means. But I like that song. How about you? I have been listening to, there's two I've had on repeat. And I tend to listen, I call it like indie country because they're like up and coming country singers that aren't really on the radio yet. One I've been listening to on repeat is called Break It in a Bar by Graham Barham. Okay. And the other song I'm listening to is Damn Good in a Dive Bar. And that's by Lacey K. Booth. Damn Good in a Dive Bar. I like how that's Yep, she sang that I look good in a dive bar. Well, there she goes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Let's do one more. I don't think we've done What's Your Favorite Color? Oh, that's like an easy one. Well, my color, Mm -hmm. I've never had like a really like strong attraction to a color. I remember in high school, I picked purple. I don't know why, but I just felt Mm -hmm. like I didn't have a favorite color. So I picked purple. Now, I don't know. I, I like like a good tan, even though it doesn't look great on my skin tone. The clothes, like a good tan, always like a... You know what I'm talking about? Like the jackets that's not too light, but like it's a good tan color. 
Ugh, I don't know. But for fashion, that's the color that I like. But, like, I'm just envisioning, like, a really tan couch, too. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's like an orangey tan. Yeah, I do know what you're talking about. I like that color. Like a camel? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's exactly the color Mm -hmm. I'm thinking about, yeah. What about you? I kind of go between two, three-ish colors. I think my favorite color just visually is like a lavender color. But I don't ever wear that color. I don't own anything. Like I would never decorate my house in that color. But if I'm going to like decorate and wear clothes, I typically either wear like, I like to wear like a burnt orange or a blue. Okay. Yeah. My mom always says that my my eyes pair really well with like a yellow or an orange. So a lot of my clothes are that color because mm-hmm. she buys a lot of my clothes for me because I don't buy them for myself. <laughs> Which kind of worked out because, like, my college was orange, too. I don't know. Apparently, it, like, brings out something in my eyes. And I've had people say that my eyes are kind of orangey. So, I don't know. You have, like, orangey yellow in your eyes, but it's not, like, the main color of your eyes. No. Yeah, I have, like, a really weird color eye. I don't know. Okay. So, back to Kauai. So, I went to Kauai. I'm going to say Kauai. I feel like they they call it Kauai there I just can't remember but I've only ever heard it as Kauai so we're gonna go with that it's one of the more relaxed islands I would say it's a lot smaller we did do a direct a direct flight there both flights there were an absolute nightmare this is the first time that I'd ever had a flight where I was like I'm gonna jump out the window like I was so pissed on both legs of that flight the first leg I remember I was sitting beside I did have the exit aisle so I had extra leg room but it was 10 straight hours by a 300 pound woman whose body touched my body (laughs) because she took up half of my seat and there was no air conditioning on this flight because the plane was for some reason it was malfunctioning and so it was hot as I mean it was bad so it was a pretty bad experience that first leg and then the last leg I remember this lady ended up getting kicked off the flight before we went and I just remember and she like held up the whole the whole thing it took like an extra 30 minutes because she refused to sit by this old man I don't know what a mess but anyways so Direct flight there, flights from the East Coast to Hawaii are are pretty rough, not gonna lie. I mean, it's literally 10 hours. Luckily, they give you the planes with the TVs, but it's like going to Europe. Anyways, we did go in the summer of 2021. So, it was like pretty much peak COVID. We didn't want to go out of the country because we didn't want to have to deal with anything COVID-related. I remember you had to show proof of a negative COVID test, but you didn't have to be vaccinated. And it really did, like, take a toll on the trip because so much stuff was closed and, like, all the restaurants closed at, like, 8 o'clock. Like, it was, like, it was pretty, uh, it really did affect our trip a good bit, especially when it came to food because everything, like, just a lot of the stuff was closed. But anyways, we stayed in a town called Kapa, Kapaya. K-A-P-A, little apostrophe A. And we kind of stayed there because it was in the middle of, it was like right in the middle of everything. 
up north is kind of it's called Princeville. It's like where all the really, really rich people go and stay. And there's like a golf course. And it's very, very bougie. And then there's like one road that takes you to Hanalei. It's right by Princeville. And it's up on the north side too. And that's like the most, like, that's where the prettiest beaches are. That's where Tunnel Beach is, which is where Bethany Hamilton was attacked. Not that we want to get attacked or anything, but just a very pretty beach. It's also kind of known as, like, a surfer town, so, like, Hanalei Pier, like, when you go out on it, there's, like, 20 people doing a surfing lesson beside you, and, like, it's just a very, like, good vibe, small town kind of feel. Um, another thing to keep in mind is the road that gets you to Hanalei is literally, like, there's only one road to get there, and otherwise it's, like, isolated because the park's on the other side, but it's very prone to like mudslides and so like when we were there we had to we weren't aware of this before before we got there but there had been a mudslide so they were doing like reconstruction on the road and they were only like opening it one way twice a day so like we went in the morning and then we were stuck there until like five because the road wasn't open to go back so just keep that in mind when you're planning and that's also the start of the nepali some people call it Napoli, but Nepali Coast Park starts right there. Uh, I will say that you have to have reservations to hike the park. We did not do that because it's 22 miles in and 22 miles out. So I didn't think old Deb and Sean, not that they're, you know, old, but I didn't think they'd be down for that hike. And neither would I because I'm not that big of a hiker. Fun fact about the park it actually back in like the 70s and 80s like they ha- they would it's so isolated and it's so vast that there were like communities of like naked hippies that lived in the Nepali coast like park but they like would go and they had like communities and like as a hiker like you might find them and like there's stories of people that you know, found these communities and, like, they had, like, brick ovens and they, like, made pizza and, like, they, like, created this whole community. But then, like, once a year, the the government, like, sends military or police in there to, like, make sure that's not going on anymore. And <laughs> they'll, like, kick anyone out that's tried to, like, camp out and live there forever. But anyways, just thought that's pretty funny. Okay, so I have never been to Hawaii. So, and as someone who's never been, I guess... A question would be, how do you pick an island? Like, are these islands different from each other? They all have something different to offer. So, Oahu has the biggest city of Honolulu. Oahu has Pearl Harbor. Oahu's a really good place if you've never been to Hawaii, in my opinion, to go. Then the second most popular island is going to be Maui. And that's because it's, you take out the city and you've just got pure nature and it's got the road to Hana, which is just stunning. Really one of the coolest experiences I've ever had, but they all just have something different. So like the big island has active volcanoes and Kauai has Nepali coast, which is like Kauai's main thing. I mean, I'm, you've definitely seen pictures of it, but that's Kauai's thing. So like I said, they all kind of have their own piece that makes it popular I do think Kauai has more people living there. Like, it seemed very residential. It's just not nearly as touristy. And it's a little bit more, like, rugged and natural. There's a couple other islands, but I don't know anything about them. 
but that's kind of how you pick and choose. We went to Oahu and Maui in 2015, so this was kind of like our... It definitely wouldn't be the first choice, but it was... We had already seen the others, so that's why we went here. The big island of Hawaii, isn't that also mainly nature too? Yes, and it's the one with the volcano. So that one, if I were to go back, would probably be the next one that I would want to see. Kauai is like very spread out like there's a lot everywhere the top is kind of like that place to be I think tourist wise because you got the Princeville and then you got Hanalei but then the middle where we stayed there's this huge waterfall called um Walua and it's really pretty and then down at the bottom is like another area where like most of their like boats go out like all their like boat tours and stuff it's at the very bottom, and then there's another area, like, if you're gonna, if you want to try and get as close to Nepali coast from, like, hiking, that's where you have to go, is down at the bottom, because there's a road that kind of goes into it and then stops, but there's a lot of, like, if you ever look up Kauai or Nepali coast, like, there's, like, always three angles. There's from the sky, there's from a boat, and then there's from, like, a hike, and the hike is kind of, like, behind it, and, like, it's, Definitely not, in my opinion, the best view of it, but that's kind of, you have to be at the very bottom. So that's why we kind of just decided to do the middle and stay in the middle because we were like, we don't really know which way we're going to spend the most time in. We didn't really know before we went that we would have to have reservations to do that hike too, like the hike into Nepali coast, like that requires reservations too. So probably would have been best to stay closer to the top, but it, it was fine, but we did do a lot of driving because it's not, it's like an hour, I think, to the top and an hour to the bottom. So anyways, we did see Nepali Coast from a helicopter. I honestly think that that's the best way to do it. It's definitely the most expensive. So like 75% of Kauai is not, Kauai is not, does ha- doesn't have any roads and is not inhibited and 75 of it is private property. So that's why they say the best way to see it is by air because there's just so much land that you can't get to. It's all owned by a family, like some family that's been passed down. And they actually also own an island off the... There's an island off of Kauai. I believe it's it's a tiny island. It's the only island... Heard about this island from Hawaii Five-0. <laughs> yeah. Wrong. Isn't it also a big island for hunting yeah so people go what is it called i gotta figure out what it's called it's like a really long name if hawaii is correct you need also a permit to hunt on that island and to visit and apparently these permits are very hard to get it's called naihayu it's called the forbidden island it's a it's off limits to outsiders and only the robinson family that's the one that owns most of Kauai is allowed on there and they have it's the only area where they have literally natives living like they used to live back in the day it's inhibited by 70 full-time residents it has no roads no hospitals and the residents on the island are completely dependent on rainwater and says a number of endangered species can be found there so this island is owned by the Robinsons, right? Yes. It says from 1987 onward, the family owning the island 
allowed tourism on the beach, and a number of limited supervised activity tours and hunting safaris. So are the Robinsons Hawaiian, or are they, no. like, from somewhere else? Yeah, they're not. I don't really okay. know how they managed to get an entire two different islands. I don't really know the history of that, but Kauai has had tons. I mean, I mean, everywhere has, but Kauai is where, like, Lost was filmed, and... Jurassic Park and King Kong and like they at one point when we were in the helicopter they took us to the Jurassic Park waterfall where in the very beginning they fly down and land on like a helipad like right in front of the waterfall so he took us past that but that's why they say like it's better to see from the sky but I will say the boat tour was really fun because we could go into the caves of the Nepali coast there's just a lot of like water caves that are just pretty pretty cool like but what sucks about it is the Nepali coast was formed in a certain way it was formed by like aggressive winds and stuff so there's no there's no like charter boats don't go out anywhere near it like it literally was like an hour and a half or two hour boat ride just to get there because it they just have to be like kind of sheltered from the wind And so it just takes a while to, like, get around the island. And if you have a bad back or something, it's probably not the best on your body. Because it's pretty rough waters and you're just, like, up and down and up and down. The beaches when you are at the Nepali coast, like, in a boat, some of them you can get on. Some of them have, like, camping spots. But there are others, like, with alcoves and stuff. You can't go on to them. There's, like, several that are, like, they look like very tempting because they're kind of there's like the mountain is cut out and then there's just like this pretty like perfect secret beach or whatever and you can't go on certain ones over there because they're sacred back in the day the hawaiian people would bury their royalty like on the beaches so some of they're literally like burial grounds and so they're sacred land for them and so they're like kind of off limits but very cool to see it's just stunning and the water is just the contrast of color Kauai's coloring is a little bit different than Oahu and Maui Kauai has a lot of they have like uh like a more red tint to them there's actually an area that like kind of looks like the Grand Canyon but it's got green splashed into it so it's got more of that like coral color because Hawaii also has a native language which is Hawaiian when you like go to the grocery store and stuff or you see signs is is Hawaiian also on the labels there? I never not from what I remember. But I also never went to a grocery store. So I don't know. But everybody there does speak English too, but they have like a really cool accent. I don't know how to describe it. Like if you have to go there to like understand their accent, like their English you know, accent, but things there have different names. So like a normal donut for us might be called something different. Um, did you say how long you were in Hawaii for? Oh, no. Well, I was in Kauai for seven days and I think that that was enough. We were kind of bored towards the end. There's like, you know, one thing, one main event you do per day and then there's just a lot of downtime. Like I remember Like, at night, we would get back at, like, four, and then we wouldn't have anything to do. Something that's crazy about Hawaii is, at one point, the sea turtles were endangered 
but they're not anymore. And that this in Hawaii, I have never seen as many sea turtles that there are in Hawaii. Like you'll be sitting out on your balcony or something. You'll see one like every 20 minutes, just like hanging out in the water. Like it's so common. They're literally everywhere. So yeah, we were in Oahu and Maui for like 10 days or more. I can't remember the exact time, but you have to have longer time, especially if you're splitting islands. This, I think we could have done maybe one day less in Kauai just because it's one island. We thought about pairing it together, but flights from Kauai are not, like from the other islands are not as cheap as some others. Like Oahu to Maui are like, is like a pretty common pair. So they tend to be cheaper. Yeah, Kauai was not, not that cheap. When you say not that cheap, what are you, what price are you talking about? I don't know. Let's look it up. Well, actually, like, let me take that back because we wanted to pair it with the big island and that wasn't close. Let's see. Because Kauai is close to Oahu and then the big island is on the complete opposite side. Kauai to the big island right now in February is $127 a person. Anyways. So I think that was a good amount of time. Probably could have done a little less. Probably would need a bit more if you did want to do like one of those longer hikes, but that you need a reservation for, which a lot of people do that. Like a lot of people go there because that is a huge hikers like bucket list item is Nepali Coast Trail. Is that the one with all the stairs? No, I know what you're trying to Okay. About. That's in Oahu and it's, it's closed. You're not supposed to be on that one. Oh, I think they call it like the stairway to heaven or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's illegal. Like, you'll get in oh. big trouble if they're, yeah. Why is it closed? Just because it's dangerous? Or? Yeah. So, a couple things you have to try in Hawaii. You have to try the poke. I tried for like half an hour to find the one that we went to because it was so good. But the fish there is just so fresh in general because they literally get it off the boats and take it to the stores immediately. Like, it's the freshest fish you're going to get. As far as tuna and all that stuff. Because places like in the US and stuff, you have to go out 60 miles and stuff to catch these tuna. But they're, it's not like that in Hawaii. Like, you don't have to go that far to catch the type of fish that they're going to make poke out of. So, super fresh fish. The best poke I've ever had. Like, nothing will ever compare, I don't think. You just can't beat it. It just tastes so good. I could have eaten that literally every day. And in my opinion... The best poke, so a lot of times I feel like poke in the in the mainland is like Hawaiian teriyaki kind of sauce, but if you get it like creamy, like you get it like a, it's almost like a spicy tuna, like, well it is, but it's kind of like a, like a mayo based sauce that you would put on like sushi, like spicy mayo or something. Oh my gosh, it's so good. It's so good. That sounds delicious. And tuna does not taste like fish. Like it, when it, especially when it's fresh, it just tastes, I don't even know. Like I couldn't even describe how it tastes. It's really, I think it's a texture thing too. Like it just has a really nice texture. Something else to try that I thought was really, really interesting. Pink's Creamery, Hawaiian grilled cheese. Pink's Creamery, Let's see where Pink's Creamery is. Yeah, it's up by Hanalei. So that's up by that town that Bethany Hamilton's from or whatever and that's where everybody surfs up there. So the way that Tunnel Beach works and why everyone's obsessed with it and is because it's like a beach and then there's like normal beach water and then there's a reef and then because there's a reef, there's a ton of huge waves behind it because it's kind of splashing on the reef. I will say though, from the movie, 
I thought that that beach was a lot, a lot, lot, lot more secluded than it actually is. Now, I know she was probably out there in the winter when there's not that many people there, but it wasn't as secluded as I thought. Because in the movie, it looks like she's, like, hiking forever. (laughs) Don't you remember that? Yeah, and I think they do, like, it looks almost like a drone shot, and she's just out there completely alone. I will say, though, because of the way that it's, because of the way that the reef is, it is far out. Like, it's not like you just hop in the water and there's the waves, like, kind of like in Portugal and stuff. You know how they're, like, right there? You have to go out past the reef to to get the waves. So I think that that was kind of what they're trying to depict is that she was kind of far out. So the pineapple grilled cheese is pulled Kalua pork, Munster cheese, and sweet pineapple. And it freaking smacks. And it's at this place called... Pink's Creamery in the very northern part of Kauai. Definitely definitely recommend that. Also recommend there's these donuts. They're called Malasada. And they stuff them with, with they put like cream in them. And they, they're pretty damn good too. Those are just some food recommendations because, you know, I'm a foodie. So if anyone was to go to Kauai, what is the one thing that you would recommend above all the others? Well, I have two, so. Okay. I think the helicopter ride, if you can afford it. If you can't afford it, like, I wouldn't be able to afford it if I went now. And let me just start by prefaces by saying, none of Hawaiian islands are cheap. They are very expensive. Like, we went to get McDonald's at one point, and it was, like, what would normally be, like, $4 was, like, 8 Like, everything is, like, through the roof expensive. So, I would never go there if I was didn't have any money regardless but if you were to go the cheaper route I would definitely say go by boat so you can see it from afar or you can see it kind of at a distance like if you can't hike it but there is a viral video that that I saw before I went and I was like I want to do this and they're like swimming out in the water like in front of Nepali coast they're like really far out that that doesn't happen so I don't I asked them and they were like this is like so so deep I'm not letting you out here like (laughs) I don't know what that video was. I don't know if they, like, were from there and they were on their own boat. But that does not happen on the boat tours, just to say. The second thing. And if anybody's going there, please reach out to me so I can give you guys, like, exact directions on where to go. So, up in Princeville, there is... Literally, they're, like, condos. You pull up to the condo. You can't park there because there are reserved parking for the people that own the condos they'll tow you but there is this little trail not it's unmarked it takes you down to it's like a probably like a 20 minute hike it takes you down to the water and once you get to the water you kind of look to the right and there's a cave like a sea cave and you climb down from the rocks and you can wade into the tunnel And then you're like, oh, this is a really awesome cave. This is super awesome. But it's supposed to be a turtle. It's supposed to be a turtle cave. There's supposed to be turtles everywhere. And so there were no turtles when we first got through that first part. So we're like, oh, like, let's go back. Well, I started walking back into the tunnel a little bit and I saw a little bit of light. And there was another opening on another side. Well, when we started walking back there, it's literally like an H2O from the show like Lagoon back there and there were like 15 turtles 
Some of them were sleeping on the sand, like right where the water stopped in the cave. Some of them were in the lagoon area, like floating. The most amount of turtles I've ever seen in my life. And we were like as close as I've ever been to one. We didn't touch them, obviously, but we totally could have. <laughs> and they were huge, huge. It's kind of a hidden gem thing. I saw one blog post about it with directions. I don't want to like, I mean, I don't want to disclose that on the podcast because I don't really want like it to be overrun and then be shut down because it's freaking awesome. But if anybody's going there and they want to know how to get to it, let me know because I can point you in the direction or at least point you to the blog that, that told us where to go. But one thing to take note of is you have to be, you have to pay attention to the tides because like as we were in there, the tide was coming in and once the tide comes in, you can't get out of the tide. Like you can't get out, you can't wade anymore. You would have to swim and then it would be really hard to, it's dangerous. It's not, it's not a like a cakewalk. Like you've got to pay attention to the time of day when it's low tide. And cause literally as we were standing there, we could see that the tide was coming in and we were like, okay, let, let's go. Like we don't want to get stuck here. So that would be my like other recommendation because it's one of probably the core memory, like one of my core memories that I'll have for the rest of my life because it was really awesome. And I'll say your mom was talking about this a few weeks ago and she had even said too, that was probably one of her best memories was that cave. I guess with the fact that we like didn't really expect anything from it, like you can't expect there to be turtles there. You know what I mean? Like, there, there's just no way to know whether there's going to be a turtle in the cave or not. But then to pull up and there'd be, like, 15 turtles and we're completely by ourselves in this, like, secluded sea cave. Like, it was just, it was just really awesome. I've always wondered this, but the Pacific Coast in California, in that area, it's cold. And the Atlantic Ocean heats up to be, like, bath water in the summer. Is the water in Hawaii, is that warm or is it cold like the Pacific? I think it's like in between. It's not bath water, but it's not it's not cold. You could hang out in it comfortably. Like it was it wasn't like frigid, you know what I mean? But you know how in the Atlantic you're literally like this isn't even refreshing. Yeah. It's not like that. But honestly, like we because my family isn't very beachy, like we had one beach day and then other than that, like we didn't do a lot of beach stuff but what's cool about Hawaii is every beach is different as far as the sand like I remember and I'll talk about this in the next podcast but like when you're on Oahu like you go to one beach and it's like rocky and then you'll go on another beach and it's like white powder almost like soft like I'll never forget that either we went to a beach and it was like white and it was like a baby's butt soft it was the most satisfying thing to touch and then in Maui they have a black sand beach and they have a red sand beach and so there's just a lot of different beaches but a lot of the the public beaches that are going to be in like the main towns are never like amazingly nice like they are normally you know have some debris on them and whatnot like they're just not you kind of have to find the like pristine beaches but one thing about Kauai that was interesting was there was a lot of rundown like resorts that I think at one point there was a huge push to have like to make it really touristy and then something happened and so they're just abandoned. Like there's just a lot of abandoned like nice looking buildings 
also a lot of the buildings that are there are like 70s style so like a lot of like our place didn't have air conditioning and it was just very like you could tell like it just kind of had that feel to it and a lot of the other places have that look as well like they're all very like old oh also this island is known for having roosters everywhere just like in freaking amazon 4 a.m in the morning they're screaming at you and they don't stop and you have to have your windows open because there's no freaking air conditioning so that was a rough one so would you say renting a car in hawaii is a must um yeah for sure and it's not cheap so i honestly don't even know unless you went to oahu and you just decided to do like honolulu stay in the city go to waikiki beach and go to pearl harbor like i don't I think you could do it that way, but other than that, like, yeah, you've got, you've got to get a car. Kauai, for sure, you wouldn't have anything to do if you, if you were in Kauai, because it's just, like I said, it's super spread out, so. So, for people who don't have a lot of money to spend on a vacation, would you say to save your money and wait to go to Hawaii, or would you say it's definitely doable on a budget? I would say save your money unless you live in like California and you can find like a cheap flight or something because I mean it's just really expensive and I would save it. I, I wouldn't budget travel there. Like I, if you had the money I would just budget travel somewhere else like you know Europe or something because you can do a lot. A lot of Maui is snorkeling and the road to Hana you have to have a car. I would definitely just hold off. Oh, um, I definitely think that hike, the Waiulua, is definitely worth going to. It's a really cool waterfall. It's like double, like it's like a double barrel, kind of like it's two streams. It's something splits it off and you can swim in it. Be careful though, because there's some like, there's like a couple parts of their pieces of metal in there. So like I would wear shoes, but it's a tough hike down. It, I didn't think it would be tough at all, but it, especially if it rains, like I, my shoes broke in the middle of it. And so I ended up hiking down barefoot and I was just sliding most of the way cause it was really steep. And, um, but it was pretty cool. So our next episode is going to be on Oahu and Maui. And that'll again be Friday because I have never been to Hawaii, but I have dreamed about it. Go follow us on Instagram and TikTok at bucketlistbums with a Z pod, bucketlistbums pod. And we'll see you next time. All right. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Bye. Bye.